Lock up your bikes and feel the heat. It's time for another episode of Podcast Gagotoku, a.k.a. Like a Podcast. I'm your host, Argyle, and with me as always is Jordan. Hey! And we have a very special guest this week. Introduce Hello. yourself. Uh, I'm uh, <clears throat> uh, Daniel Silva, patriarch of the Sonic the Hedgehog clan. <laughs> I would love to see a Yakuza game about the Sonic the Hedgehog clan. I was oh, going to call shit. you Daniel, but then you 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 did it first, so now I can't do it, and it's not funny anymore. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again. At, at Back at it again with the Blue Hedgehogs. Back at it again at the Blue Hedgehogs. Do you think that, like... The uh, the like chaotix team would be there would be like the Omi Alliance of Sonic. Um, no, actually, Sonic I, I think it would be the uh, the the Air Riders. Honestly, the, the Air Riders. No, the people. Air Riders are the Air Riders are like uh, without jumping too far ahead. They're like the Korean Mafia. Of, oh, okay, uh, yeah, they're the Jingwon yeah, Mafia. They're Jingwon Mafia. Hmm. Um, so how's how's it been with everyone lately? I've had a extremely busy series of days just doing different things. I've been watching a little Chambara Samurai action. I've been playing Wonderful 101 out on Switch now, which is pretty cool. Only digital. I've been working a lot. I've I got I, the physical tier, so I don't have Wonderful 101 yet. But I've played it before, uh, so it's fine. Yeah. Fallout 76 uh, had a free weekend, so I tried it out for free, and then uh, after the free weekend ed- ended, I Bought the game and became a fake Fallout fan. You're <laughs> you're nice. not a real Fallout fan unless you play Fallout One and then complain about Fallout Three. So, oh my um, god, fucking no mutants I'm allowed. Sure that, exactly. I'm pretty sure if you're a Fallout fan, all you're legally allowed to do um, is complain. Like you're not allowed to say good things. You're just allowed to be angry online and say like you know games were better back in the day of 2010. Um, yeah, games were better. Um, oh, New Vegas is the best game ever made. That's another thing you're allowed to say. Um, but beyond that, you're I mean, just, New Vegas you just is pretty good. A... I know. I love New Vegas. I'm. I'm. Uh, it... Well, I'm like a super fake Fallout fan because I love New Vegas, but I also am too much of a dumbass to be able to actually play Fallout or Fallout Two. So I'm just kind of like in that middle ground of I. I appreciate those games. I just can't play them. I don't see it. Yeah, I played them back in the day. They have not aged super well, uh, mostly mechanically. Uh, Writing-wise, they're all right. Uh, <laughs> Todd Howard, though, am I right? <laughs> I don't know uh, if I mentioned it last week, but uh, instead of playing Skyrim, like I said before, I decided to get into a good game called uh, The Witcher 3. And it's pretty good. I got past the prologue, and I haven't done anything since then, but... Yeah, it's uh, good. Uh, yeah, it's good, and I also regret to inform everyone that I'm playing Apex Legends again. Oops. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I I'm having a lot of fun actually because I've uh, I, I I've won a few matches. Before we get cracking on the Yakuza, um, as as is our custom, because that's what our podcast about. I have to ask you an important Witcher question, Argyle, because there's two two yeah there are two kinds of people who play the Witcher. There's the people who uh hear about gwent and say absolutely not no thanks i'll never ever touch it don't even ever mention it again and then there's the people who say oh this is just the game now this is a, <laughs> this is a gwent game with uh like a story mode that has nothing to do with gwent that sort of exists around it and which one are you uh mostly the former i've tried to play gwent i'll, I'll admit i'm trying it I, I think i'll give it a fair shot this time but i'm not too optimistic about it 
What if Yaka, uh, they put a Yakuza, like, deck builder in one of these games? I mean, they have, you know, Ochi whatever and Oichi Kabun and, uh, you know, yeah, I, whatever all those crazy card I've, games are. But what if there was one that was just, like, Texas Hold'em you know, is kind Yakuza, of a deck building Kiryu game you plays Hearthstone. It. You know, I honestly really wish these games had something like that. Like, like just a good old... Like, if Kiryu could play Yu-Gi-Oh! against someone... That would be Wait, fun. That's what um hmm. uh, what what's the thing from Kiwami is? Yeah, it, that would be. F- I would like it if it were that and not what it actually is. With which the is Yuck is a themed, which is JCC yeah. but bug themed and slightly less worse. Yuck is a deck builder where you're playing uh, with the telephone cards that you find around the city. Hmm. That would Finally. completely recontextualize uh, Mr. Libido as just a card game fanatic. <laughs> uh, yeah, but when you when you say that, we do have to clarify. I mean, card game players are like freaks, so pretty much, yeah, they're pretty much just pervoids a little mm. bit, running around without you know any clothes, just a diaper, yeah, and thrusting chucks. in the cabaret clubs. The the thing is, I want uh, it. It has to be like an actual Yu Gi Oh card, and not like a sexy lady in a costume. Oh, yeah, because they don't have any Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are just sexy ladies in a costume. You got me there, buddy. Bam. All right, let's talk about the chapter. This is chapter 10. This is a Kiryu chapter. Um, as, You know, we, we didn't skip over because we had a we had a pocket circuit adventure last week. So this is a proper chapter 10. A Man's Worth of Yakuza Zero. Um, last week, or I guess two weeks ago, we ended the chapter with uh, Tachibana having a little a little health a little health emergency. Um, and how does that resolve? I have to, I have to disclose, I, I, uh, lost my notes for the beginning of this. I, I, uh, uh, am kind of flying without any sort of notes up until we leave, uh, the first little cutscene chunk yeah. of the game. Uh, I was able to take some notes if you want me to help fill in. Oh, yeah. You, you and Argyle can take the lead here. All right. I'll, I'll offer my own twisted commentary. So we so- resume action, uh, in kind of a, a weird little hospital room. Uh, Tachibana is laying on the bed, and Oda explains the situation to Kiryu with Tachibana. He's got good kidneys. That's one thing you gotta know about Tachibana, is that he's got working, very healthy kidneys that do a great job sort of filtering all the stuff that he needs filtered. That was a joke. His kidneys are actually all fucked up. Uh, He's got shit kidneys. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago... Uh, they got attacked by some Chinese mafia. That's the, that's the incident where Tachibana lost his hand. Uh, and he lost a lot of blood and his kidneys stopped functioning. So if he doesn't get dialysis, like, every couple days, uh, he's, he's done for. Yeah. And this is, yeah. Oda's pretty much the only other person that knows about this. Hmm. Uh... Another thing we learned about Tachibana and Oda right here is that um, that Tachibana and Oda are not actually Japanese. They're both Chinese immigrants who are uh, who have like assumed fake names, and uh, they're ex mafia, right? They're like they both used yeah. to work in the Chinese mafia. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now they're just working in a sort of more uh, besuited legal form of, of organized crime called <laughs> uh, being real estate agents. <laughs> um. And the place they are right now is Little Asia. Like, it's a kind of a ghetto in the middle of Kamarocho where immigrants from the mainland are can go to stay protected. And it's run, like, by the mafia. Um, yeah. 
This is a, we actually get two, maybe three really important locations in Kamara, or in the Yakuza, like, world in the game series that we actually meet for the first time in this game. Yeah. Or this chapter, I should say. Oh. So the first one is, yeah, Little Asia, right? So this one, this is a place that always exists in Kamarocho, and yeah, it's where the, uh, it's where the Chinese immigrants live in the city. It's pretty run down. Uh, Obviously, this is kind of like, you know, the disparity between or the sort of, you know, these Chinese yeah. people come and then they have to live in this slum because the Yakuza basically won't let them live anywhere nicer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, I mean, we find out later that, like, the Chinese mafia used to... They, they used to go toe-to-toe with, like, the Tojo clan, but uh, after, you know, a series of... They call them the toe-to-tojo clan. Yeah, a, a series of bloody raids and battles, uh, they've been mostly wiped out and sequestered to this small area. These back alleys yeah. and twisting streets. You can only sometimes go to Little Asia in these games. Mm-hmm. Little Asia, as I like to call it. Um, like, sometimes it's just completely barred off. I think there's some games where you don't even visit it, but it is always in the city. Oh. Um, and sometimes it looks different. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know, because I think I... When I was looking at the Kiwami map, I was... I If Little Asia is in future games, that's... Good to know because I think the first game it actually appears in is four. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's in it's in Yakuza three. I think. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. No, yeah, but then in. Are you sure? I'm telling you, it's not. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't find it when I was in Kiwami, and I was very, very worried that uh, Little Asia got gentrified to death between Zero and Kiwami. Oh no, that happens between five and six. Um, oh. So, uh, Oda, Oda basically, you know, he says Tachibana is getting kidney dialysis. He's uh, unavailable. So I'm gonna meet. You, I'm gonna take you to one of the three elders of uh, Little Asia. He's like, you know, big wig in the mafia, and he. We're gonna talk to him and see if we can like sort of get you squared away here. Uh, his name is Elder Chen. So let's go meet him, and then. <laughs> We uh, gotta as, talk about as, our. As they're leaving the room, we gotta the, talk the about the camera, our friend which Tachibana. has been uh, at some very strategic, suspicious angles. This whole cutscene uh, pans down, and we see the bottom half of Tachibana's left arm, uh, and it's got a bat tattoo on it. Oh no! Oh no! Hey, when you first played Yakuza 0, how did you feel about uh, seeing Tachibana's bat tattoo? The man with the bat tattoo? I, saw I said, it. oh, oh fuck. fuck! Oh god, no! Uh-oh. Oh fuck. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh god, oh god. What have I done? I'm sure that's nothing, I'm sure it's fine. We don't know anyone with a bat tattoo, there's nothing that means- I mean, it's just a cool tattoo, right? Yeah, I mean, it is a pretty cool looking tattoo. Yeah, there's no nothing. It means absolutely nothing, so we can just move on. Yeah, I mean, tattoo, it's yeah. it's sort of like how Kiryu has a big dragon tattoo on his back. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, just, mean, it's really just really cool. It's just really cool and awesome looking. It's just pretty. cool. He's got a tattoo on this left hand. He's got a tattoo of a bat, and then on his right hand, he's got a tattoo of the Joker, and it's really cool. <laughs> you know, sometimes it, I make him kiss. Do you think that? When he was still alive, do you think that when Hai Lee ever, like, killed a person who just had a Batman tattoo? <laughs> like, just some, some tourist coming to Osaka, just some Batman, like, comic book fan, just, like, showed up and he's I just, mean, like, I don't think there's a, you know, a, a, a too bad a chance of, like, one of the gangsters he killed having a Batman tattoo. 
I just love Batman, he said, before being killed by Wen Hai Lee. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm getting sworn into the Yakuza, and as, like, my ceremonial tattoo, I'm just like, hey, can I get, like, a sweet fucking Batman logo, like, on my shoulder blade? Can I get, like, a tattoo of, like, Marilyn Monroe, but she looks like Poison Ivy, and she's smoking a doink? She's got can a, I get a two can guns? I, get a, I would like a tattoo... Of a very large uh, rodent, and below him it says the word swaggy. Can I get a tattoo on my back? It's my Yakuza tattoo. It's of uh, it's of Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, and he's he's pissing on the Omi Alliance. <laughs> God, that'd be so. Has cool. Has there been like an that edit would... of Kiryu like taking off his shirt, and it just cuts to like his back, and it's just big chungus? It's dick butt. <laughs> I feel like I've definitely seen in like an edit where the tattoo is something else, but I can't remember it hear you yeah we were you said yeah so oda Chen. escorts you through the, the the twisting turning alleys of little asia to uh, a little restaurant tucked away where you meet elder chin <laughs> just kind of uh, an old guy yeah uh who says uh please get yeah, out in, in many you many words here. he says uh the yakuza uh, the tojo clan sucks uh, they've fucked us over really good, and I'm not keeping Kiryu here, especially because uh, the Dojima family is trying to kill him. He also mentions that uh, Kazuma, our our good dad who can do nothing wrong, was involved in mm-hmm. some dispute that left many women and children dead and slaughtered in the streets. Yeah, and Oda's like, hey dude, that happened before Kiryu joined the Dojima family, and Kiryu just, Chin looks, just says, yeah, I know, but I'm just making small talk. Yeah, dude. he says it, it's just like, just a little, just chit-chat, just a little, you know, just a little shooting the shit, cutting the, cutting it up, and just, you know, having a nice little convo about how your dad killed children! <laughs> Kiryu looks at the camera and makes Jim Halpert face. <laughs> so, the curb your enthusiasm yeah, music plays. it just says uh yeah it says kazuma kazuma has never done anything wrong and then it cuts to a flashback and the it's always sunny music starts playing and it says kazuma slaughters the the chinese mafia um so yeah he kicks kiryu out um they go sort of go outside and they're in the alleyways talking uh tachibana has restored his kidney juice he's fine He's uh, put some some uh, makeup over his cool tattoo so we can't see it anymore. By which I mean he's got a shirt on. Um, and <laughs> Kiryu's like, well, if I can't stay here, I don't really know where to go. And he says, look, you know how I keep saying that, like, I'm just about, I'm like inches away from finding the owner of the empty lot. Like, I'm just right there. I think I said it like two chapters ago. And I still haven't given you an update on that. Well, this time I mean it. Just give me one day. I'm so close. I'm so Kiryu. close. You just gotta survive. Just gotta survive for, one uh, more day. day. One more. I promise. One more I day. I promise. I know. I know. It's been three days since I first said that, but you just gotta. Just one more day, man. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, you can go and live. Uh, you can go and live at West Park. That's where all the homeless people live. It's. It's. Uh, it's just right at the top of the city. You can stay there for a day. One day. Just one. It's okay. It's fine. Kiryu is like, okay. Guess. Guess I'll go do that. And then if you're me or Argyle, and then he went to play Pocket Circuit for six hours. <laughs> He's got a whole day. He's got a lot to- I did a lot today. Which I think is mm-hmm. a good segue to go into our side content for the week. Alright. Um, who wants- so, I did- I did, uh, real estate and a sub-story. So, uh, I, I guess I'll do real estate first, then we'll do sub-stories. 
Um, All right. So this week, we're taking down the Gambling King. Uh, He's the third of the five billionaires that we... Or, uh, yeah, wait. Fourth fourth. of the five billionaires. Yeah, I I forgot the Leisure King happens first. So uh, he he sort of operates the kind of north eastern district in Kamurocho. It's where Theater Square is. It's like right above Sugita pretty much. Um mm-hmm. and it's a, it's actually kind of a tough one because when you buy out all the properties in even if you buy every single property in the gambling king district you're not that close to being uh you know at the 90% you need to take him down and the properties are quite expensive so i had to kind of buy one and then just wait for the payout and then buy another and wait for the payout so it took a, yeah. took a a pretty long time to do this um once you get to 30% you get the kind of spiel. Marina, our our friend, our secretary, she uh, explains that uh, Gambling King is former Yakuza. He made all of his money gambling, um, and then he used all that money to sort of open up the underground casinos around the city. Um, and he's at the sort of the top echelon of billionaire. billionaire. Um, and then Kiryu just kind of thinks to himself, the Gambling King, what kind of man is he? We cut back to the evil boardroom where uh it's the five billionaires are down to uh two billionaires um with the gambling king and the media king and the mysterious and man the mysterious exactly, stranger the mysterious man um gambling king's like i don't even worried about kiryu he's a little baby also i have violence on my side which kiryu definitely doesn't have so if he if he makes inroads in my uh territory i'll fuck him up uh because he's never played Yakuza Zero or looked at what happened to the other three billionaires. Um, at I bet Kiryu hasn't even fought like two yeah, guys. Yeah, he hasn't. Much he's never fought 2, one guy. Thousand. As he leaves, um, the mysterious man tells Media King that uh, it's important to have one buffoon in every uh, every organization, and that's the Gambling King, and not to underestimate <laughs> Kiryu. Um, we continue buying properties, upgrading them. I got Nugget rocking. The Gambling King's district. So he's been proving his uh, his worth. He's really good. Um, my special chicken boy. My my favorite son. Um, unfortunately, we've reached 60% of the uh, territory. And it's now time for the moment we've all been dreading. The Gambling King has thrown down the gauntlet. Marina explains that he wants us to go to the JCC. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, so I had been playing for about three hours at this point. The ultimate challenge. I like. Okay, let me explain where I'm at in my life. Okay, I've been playing Yakuza Zero for three hours, buying all the districts, waiting. Doing. I did a lot of shit in the spare time. I did a bunch of Kameki tra- Uh, sorry, I did a bunch of uh, Bacchus trainings. I played a bunch of Outrun uh, because I hate myself. Which, by the way, I learned later that arcade games stop the progress on real estate. So don't do that if you're playing Yakuza Zero because it'll stop your progress and you won't actually make any money. That's nice. kind of fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it is like, a little fucked up. Um, like, the whole thing in Shenmue is that you play arcade games to pass the time because you can't do the next uh, quest thing until tomorrow. Well, you know, when Kiri's playing Outrun, time stands still. Um, yeah, I just kind of tied up some loose ends, did a couple things, um, and I'm at 60, I'm at like 65%, and I am have every property purchased. So all I can do is upgrade, which, which as as a reminder to our listeners, you can only upgrade one once, like a property you can upgrade once per collection. And then you have to wait, you know, five minutes 
to upgrade it again. And only, you know, you have to do multiple upgrades to advance the, uh, like, percentage to get closer to beating the billionaire. So at this point, if I lose to the Gambling King, I lose 10% and I'm fucked. Like, I would not be able to finish the real estate in time for this podcast. I'd be doing it for hours. So I made a save. And I said, I will do Catfight Club as many times as I have to. I said I wouldn't do it, but I did it. And then uh, the, the the gods of fortune were smiling on me. I met the Gambling King at the JCC. Um, he says he told Kiryu that he's not like other billionaires. <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a manic pixie dream billionaire. Um, <laughs> I'm not like other billionaires. I like big bazongas. <laughs> I mean, you wear high heels. Media King wears high heels. I wear sneakers. He's pure captain, and I'm on the bleachers. Um, he's he's like he's like the Elon Musk of of the Yakuza billionaire world. He he likes quirky things too. Yeah, like Catfight Club. He likes to wear a t-shirt and a blazer. He's got, like, crazy blonde Tenzon hair. Um, So he says it's... Oh, also, when you come in here, he calls you Mr. Horndog for showing up to the JCC, which he invited you to. Fucker. I hate you. I hate you for making me do this, Gambling King. Anyways, um, I... Yeah, you're real horny, aren't you? I'm, I'm loving it. You really like this, huh? So, um, I sit down to do Catfight Club. I, before I start, I go on to, like, reddit.com slash how do I fucking win Catfight Club, and then it said you don't. So, gr- great job. Um, and then... The subreddit dedicated to, to Japanese Catfight Club? Well, I, I looked up on Google, like, how do I win Catfight Club, and then the first... Uh, the first result was like Reddit, like, ooh, nice. I love, I, I buy Yakuza only for Catfight Club. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I was just like, well, I guess I'll just pick. And then I picked and then I skipped all the cutscenes. Well, first I watched and I nod and I said, I'm of the male demographic. This is for me. I like this. And then I said, this is something for me. And then I won on my first try. Um, so I don't have to do that ever again. Um, if Yakuza Kiwami makes me do the bug one, I will simply not see it, and we'll just cancel the podcast. Um, <laughs> oh no, I there, I have somewhat bad news for you because I actually there the bug one actually one of the Majima Everywhere encounters has you playing bug fight against yep. him. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that right now. Uh, that's a problem yeah, for another uh, day. So uh, there's also multiple pocket circuit ones. Well. We don't talk I, about that either. I also, I also want to mention uh, that I at one point I was watching Slow Beef like he was trying to 100% zero, and the thing that that like kept him having to go longer and longer the most was Catfight Club. Nice, unfortunate. So. We win Catfight Club. I did it on my first try. I didn't have to load my oh, save. I was trying to draw. If I was trying to 100% Yakuza 0, I would intentionally draw. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, I lost Catfight Club. Oh, I got to do yeah. it again. Something for the fellas. Got to oh, do it. Oh, uh, man. I don't have enough money I gotta yet. Go to Gandara I bet a single times. yen oh, on another man. fight. Oh, man. It's taking so long. Oh. So, uh, yeah, we win. We go back to Sugita. We keep upgrading our properties, you know. Uh, getting getting all that good nugget time uh then the uh remember the the like homeless guy who's sort of the gatekeeper for catfight club the one who you throw all the money mm-hmm. at and he's like damn dude that's so wasteful he's the sort of messenger yeah. from uh oh also i forgot to mention um uh gambling king owned and founded the catfight club so even more reason to destroy uh, this man uh, 
Um, the the uh, homeless guy is here. He's delivering a message. Um, he is kind of doing this weird thing with uh, Marina. He's like, oh, uh, you're going to die if you go fight uh, fight the gambling king you and you and that you and your girl should elope and skip town and then kiryu's like kiryu's like i i i'm not i don't even i don't even i don't even know but then marina's like well if you want to president oh heart emoji she literally has a heart emoji she does that shit all the time and then kiryu says i don't even and then she gets offended for some reason i wonder why and then yamanoi says as great as you are with finance you're clueless with women we meet Gambling King outside Mockbull, bada bing, bada boom, complete domination. He's dead on the pavement. Whatever. And then Media King, sh- yay! Media King shows up. He says, uh, he says, and I love this line. He says, "Us five billionaires have uh, confiscated all of your properties and uh, and funds." Gambling King, you know the five billionaires. G- Media King. <laughs> so they, uh, I'm. What five billionaires? It's just you now. So they, uh, they. It's such an impressive title, though. You can't just change it. Yeah, you're right. He he's just split his body into five. This the the one billionaire, the one has billionaire confiscated yeah. your remaining property. So they 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 did. He he got all of the, you know what happens to everyone. He got kicked out, and now he's working for me. He doesn't have a security guy, by the way. He's just it's just him. Um, and then back at the mysterious boardroom, the mystery man says, uh, like. Like, it's important that we remain free of empathy in the world of business. All that matters is acquiring as much money as possible. And then, uh, he tells the media king that if he loses to Kiryu, he'll discard him as well. Nothing personal, it's just money. Now we have an important visitor. Get him ready. And who walks in? It's Yamanoi! Oh! <gasps> dun dun dun! And that's, that's, that's it for the... To be continued. To be, to be continued. <laughs> you, the, the, well, you know, Media King is the is the final boss, and then this mystery man is the next boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to do their sub story? Uh, I I would like to do mine. Go for it. Uh, so, uh, this one I believe is called Watery Investment. Or a watery investment. Uh, Kiryu, uh, he's going about his day. He's he's just finished a very fun uh, session of Space Harrier. He cried to the music. It's beautiful. And he sees just outside of Club Sega, Kiryu sees these ruffians harassing this middle-aged woman. And he says, like, or one of them, he's like, hey, stop. You can't, I can't let you beat up an innocent woman. And she... And one of them says, hey, we're the victims here. And then here you fights them. Uh, he wins. And then the lady, uh, she says, thank you so much. Uh, I should give you an extravagant gift. Uh, hang on, let me just look at them. Yeah, so uh, I don't remember if it's in this scene or the next scene, but her name's Nezu. And... She says, so do you want to talk with me for a moment about this uh, gift? And Kiryu says, of course I have time. I have a full day until I have to sleep in a, sleep, uh, in a homeless park. Uh, uh, so they uh, go to Cafe Alps 
And they specifically go to the best table, which is the uh, arcade table. Well, we actually learned that the, the, the best table, table is the, yeah. the back table when you should sit at the closest to the door, because the guest sits at the head. So actually... No, you... Oh, okay, yeah. You sit in the chair closest to the yes. door, and you sit in the table yes. near Press the back. Press X to pull out your business card now! person table. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she's doing a bit of business now with him. Uh, Nezu is... Offers Kiryu a canned beverage called Aha Water. Aha. Aha Water. Aha Water removes impurities from your blood and makes your face feel supple and smooth. You You crack the can. Tachibana really needs this, I think, (laughs) if it's removing impurities from blood. Uh, You you crack the can and Take On Me starts playing. Yeah. Uh, it can be used for cooking, and it makes everything taste better. It improves the natural flavors. And mm. Kiryu thinks to himself, I need to eat better. That's true. Uh, he does pretty much only eat uh, the instant stuff and whatever's at a restaurant. He Michael's eats, secret he, stuff. Yeah, he eats uh, hundreds and hundreds of, of convenience store pork bentos and sushi sets. <laughs> he eats... Uh, Pizza La Pizza that he ordered at the Smile Burger. And he, uh, you know, he just eats out all the time. He eats a lot of fast food. He eats a little bit like Donald Trump. I, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, uh, she then says it also provides steel hard firmness down there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> In my like legs? I've, ne- <laughs> I've never, I don't even know what that means. I've never had a boner in my life. Like it, the the camera like pans down from Kiryu's like face to like uh, the the table edge, and then it and then you get a dialogue choice, which is, of course I'll buy it, or no, I'm not buying it. You he gotta says, buy it. <laughs> he says no. At least that's what you're supposed to do. I don't actually remember the exact nature of. What happens when you say yes? I might go over I'm that. I'm pretty sure I did spend like 200,000 yen on oh. this this water. I, sh- I, I forgot it. to mention, uh, Nezu, because she her life was saved by Kiryu, is offering a discount. Normally... Mm, that's really nice of her. Normally, Aha water costs 1.5 million yen for a month's supply, but she's offering 1 million for a month's supply. Damn. Damn. That's a that's a thirty three percent discount. That's not can we to can we you. just cut to cut to the chase of the fact that this product is definitely manufactured and distributed from San Francisco. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, this is live water. Yeah, it's soylent. Oh my god. There should be there should be a sub story where Kiryu like gets uh suckered into buying like a poison mir- uh meal replacement sup- uh drink. I want I want Kiryu to get Juicero. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, Kiryu's gonna be drinking wa- raw water. That's what Aha oh, water God. really yeah. is. Yeah. That's 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 what I meant by live water. I I forgot it was it's, yeah raw water. Oh that's what I meant. Oh my God, <laughs> this is this is untampered with. This is good for my my body. It's good to it's it a, it's kind of int- it's kind of green and crunchy. Yeah, that yeah, it's supposed to be like that. That means it's I didn't alive. know water it's had good. such. A, I didn't know water had touched such a texture to it. <laughs> so, oh well, I, I guess if I guess if the smart people in Silicon Valley drink it, that it must be good. 
but yeah, uh, Kiryu says no. He can't be. He can't afford to be spending a million yen on some water. I just made my first billion this week, Dan. I just made my first billion in this game, and I can't afford that. Yeah, you gotta put it into upgrades, you know? Yeah, you're right. What if Mr. Shake- I mean, this is an investment to keep Mr. Shakedown from getting your money. <laughs> uh, you have to invest in yourself, and that doesn't include buying really good water. Uh, you might think it means that, but no. We've, no, we've gone over yeah, this. Mr. What's, uh, what's his name? What's uh, Higashi Egashira, whatever his name is? Uh, the Mr. Shakedown, who's like trying to be the strongest man in the world, is like- Kiryu, I'm back. I've purchased my mountain. I've been to space and I'm now drinking water. <laughs> I'm the strongest I'll ever be. Why am I shitting so much? <laughs> uh, so A real K- apex predator shits three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> a real apex predator never stops shitting. I have to wear a diaper now, Kiryu, but it hasn't slowed me down one bit. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Kiryu says, like, no, he can't spend this money. But uh, Nezu says, uh, once he buys it, he can sell it to his friends and family. And, oh, no. And then they and, can sell it to their friends. And so on and so on. And if you sell 1.5 million yen's worth of aha water, you keep 500,000 as a commission. I need that. That's and, like one thousandth of a percent of a of an upgrade now. And like Kiryu like does math in his head to realize if I sold it for five friends, I could get fifty thousand. If I uh, <laughs> stupid if, idiot boy. If I sold it to fifty friends, and then you get another dialogue choice, and Kiryu still says no, because he he's not going to be selling water to his friends. That's he stupid. doesn't have any. He Who does he even know? <laughs> hey, Nishiki Kashiwagi, do you want to buy some hot water? He knows. He's... He knows like four people. He's he's good. Oda Tachibana, Reina. Imagine how much business Serena could get if you stocked aha water instead of alcohol. He he like clears once everything gets cleared up. He can just go like go like at like a Dojima family board meeting and or some meeting, and he'll just like. Be handing out cans of aha water. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so. They get like, it out of the same sewer that Kiryu and Kuze fought in. Yeah, that's the source. <laughs> it's a natural spring under under Bikini Bar Asia. Oh, this tastes like motorcycle fuel and Kuze? <laughs> but then uh, Nezu tries to sell, him, sell it on him a little more. By pointing out that aha water also provides rejuvenation. And Who needs that? She's so been... does every other thing that I eat and drink. What, what? This isn't so special. She drinks it and it makes her younger. And you can... Wait. She asks, so, how old do I look? And you can say, like, 20s, 30s, or late 40s. Uh, please keep in mind her character is, like, visibly aged and... Before you knew her name was named middle-aged woman. Uh, mm-hmm. Kiryu says that uh, you're in your late 40s. And she's like shocked. And and then like she says, 
while it's keeping me young internally, like organs and such. And there's not a single wrinkle on my brain now. My brain wrinkle. is completely yeah, smooth. It's completely smooth. <laughs> okay, right. that if that's if that's what Aha Water does, then Kiryu has been drinking it for years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kiryu says no again. He points out I this don't lady eat... fooled Kazuma into buying it for Sunflower Orphanage. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to buy water that'll keep me youthful. I'm twenty. Uh, and then. This woman, who has been watching them the whole time, and, like, throughout this whole conversation, you get, like, shots where you can see her, like, watching them. This lady walks up, and her name is now. She's AHA Water Sales Strategy Team's account executive. Hmm. Uh, Kiryu goes, ooh, pretty lady. (laughs) (laughs) Boing, showing Awooga. Kiryu's uh, mouth drops to the floor and his eyes bounce out and his tongue sticks out. <laughs> uh, like a cartoon wolf. And you get five dialogue options. Oh, now it says, oh my God. She, now it says she can offer something a little more just for him. And you're, and he's like, a little more. What could that mean? <laughs> and you get five dialogue options that are okay. Number two, I'll buy. Number three, I might be willing to buy. Number four, I'm not buying. And number five, I think I'll buy it. <laughs> so you have to like look at all of them and make sure you select the right one. And then she's like, oh, well, it's a good but- thing that four out of five of them are the right one. And she says, like, you have to, she says, but what you really mean is, and Kiryu gets five more, which are, I think I can buy, I'm willing to buy, I'm not really buying, I'll buy it, and sure, I'll buy. The scheme is so good. Uh, and you, if you say no, manage to say no this last time, like, the Nezu and now start laughing and Nezu's really impressed with Kiryu. Uh, she goes on about this speech about how everyone's got money these days, but and how people can fall so easily to platitudes and false promises, but he showed incredible willpower. Something that not many could do these days. And she gives him a gift. They're Mew Shoes. Oh, she doesn't uh, give him a bottle of AHA water? They're no. shoes. They yeah. allow you to look under any truck and you'll find your favorite Pokemon. <laughs> My uncle says. <laughs> well, what does uh, he say? Well, he says if you, yeah, exactly. He says what you just said. I think Kiryu, I mean, Kiryu doesn't need water to keep looking young. Like, he's he's 20, but, you know, we, we look, we, we see him in the later games. And, you know, as a wary old, I cannot fathom seeing be me looking always as he ever did. Hmm. Uh, and then, like, he's just, like, really odd about how this went, and she's, and then Nezu says, you look pretty thirsty, uh, why don't I give you a drink? And he drinks it. Uh, it's conveniently framed so you can't see Kiryu drinking because they don't have an animation for that. Uh, and he drank the AHA water, 
and he feels super strong and rejuvenated, and he wonders... And rock hard. (laughs) (laughs) He wonders to himself, does it work after all? Mm. And Kiryu thinks to himself, he wishes he could have tried it under better circumstances, but to be honest, it was best he didn't buy it. Uh... There, I know the option for if you say yes at any point, which is, like, this little cutscene where, like, Kiryu has, like, a big crate of aha water in the real estate office because, like, there's nowhere else he can put it. <laughs> and, like, like, his secretary gets mad at him for it. Yeah, Marina's pissed. That was what <laughs> happened when I bought it because I couldn't say no. I was like, well, I'm, I have all the money. I need to buy this aha water. Marina, would you like to buy some AHA water? And she's like, I can't say no to you, Mr. President. If you if you sell some to one of your friends, you'll get 500,000 yen out of it. And I'll hey get 500,000. Hey, boy! What's that water? <laughs> Are you they drinking an, They should make an alcoholic, an, uh, an alcoholic AHA water for Bacchus. Bacchus, this water will make the organized uh, hitman stop trying to murder you. And he's like, well, I can't say no to that, boy. Um, <laughs> God, that one's a good one. Argo, what's your water this week? They're selling water. <laughs> I, I remember when water. they first invented water. I always hated it. Oh man, what was your sub story that you did? Uh, I did a short one. I did. Uh, I forg- I didn't write down the number this time, but it's miracle in in Maharaja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one that I thought about doing, but then I thought, mm, maybe not. So at at the same uh, corner that he saw these guys at before are the uh, like Western culture enthusiast and Americana fanboy, and they are speaking once again in hushed tones about Miracle Johnson. And one of them says, "You know, I hear Miracle Johnson's gone missing, but don't tell anyone because you know." That I have, I I think I know where he is. I saw a bunch of bodyguards out by Maharaja, and I think he's here secretly on vacation. Miracle is Uh, missing, and I hear if you want to find him, you'll have to go on an adventure through time and learn about different cultures. (laughs) You have to go to ancient Rome and and uncover the the Pompeii bread. So, uh, Kiryu hearing that his good friend uh, Miracle Johnson might be back in town, decides to go check out Maharaja. Uh, you get there, and there's a there's a big, beefy foreigner out front. Uh, and you talk to him, and you're like, hey, can I I get in? I'm good friends with uh, Miracle. You know, I just want to say hi. And the dude's they like... They all say that! Yeah, yeah, he's just like, no, you're not. What the fuck are you talking about? Get out of here, man. And uh, I, I, Kiryu is insistent. The foreigner is even more insistent, and they get into a fight because of it. Uh, and this guy is named Gomez. Uh, he's got quite a bit of health, but he's not too bad. You beat him up. Um, and then, well, once you beat him up, the, the guy's like, I'll never let you through. I'll die if I have to. You'll never get to Miracle. Uh, uh, and Kiryu's just like, oh, so Miracle Johnson is in there, huh? Um, mm. and just then, somebody comes out to check out what the commotion is all about, and it's none other than <laughs> Lewis. Remember Lewis? Yeah. No. He's, is he he's one, one of the... He's one of the honkies. He's not Steven Spining. He's the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he have, like, really weird voice lines? 
Oh yeah, he he does say like, "Hey," and "Okay," like he he does Dave Chappelle white guy voice. Um, he comes out and he says, "Hey, it's Kiryu." It's that's none other than the star of Kamarocho himself. He's you know he's friends with Miracle Johnson. Let him in, Gomez. Uh, and Gomez offers Kiryu like uh like a partnership bodyguarding Miracle. Kiryu turns him down because I mean he's already turned that job down. Uh, and you go into Maharaja, and you find Miracle just dancing by himself. Um, he's striking poses, the music's playing, he, he's having a good time, and he says, Hey, it's Kiryu! Uh, like, I just wanted to come here to, you know, dance, because Maharaja is, like, the best club ever. I'm gonna build one back in America for me to hang out in. Uh, I like it so much. Uh, and Kiryu is like, Oh, yeah, that's cool, man. Um, so like, you're you're just dancing here, and Miracle says, "Yeah, join me, dude. We'll, we'll dance together." Uh, Kiryu is reluctant at first, but Miracle talks him into it. Eventually, to the point where Kiryu is even like striking the Miracle pose. Oh, he loves it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he spins. He he does the pose, and then you get into a dance battle with Miracle Johnson. It's set to uh, the song so- that's canonically written by him, right? Yeah, Miracle yes. Johnson dances to his own music, which is a little strange. As opposed to other musicians who don't dance to their own music. The fuck are you well, talking he's about? Out, he's out at the club. He's having a club night. He's He's got a DJ and he's like... He's the put pop on that star song. prince. He's like, put on that song by Miracle Johnson. I love that one. Yeah, Come on, Miracle. Good. You got Friday Night. You got a whatever Disco Queen or or all the other ones. And you have to dance to I Want to Make Her Mine? Branch out, Miracle. That's what your that's your job, is to dance to I Want to Make Her Mine. Well, he just likes doing it so much. I guess he just <laughs> anyway, loves his own music so much. Yeah, it's you get like, into a dance battle with him, which, you know, you both dance at the same time and you try to get a higher score. Uh, and it is impossible, literally yeah, impossible un- to beat him. You cannot beat him. Uh, like he, like just watching him in action is astounding. He gets so many points and steps in between the beats. He's, he's, it's a tool assisted dance battle. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I, he ended up getting like double my score by the end of it. Like, I think he had about 12,000 and I had 6,000 at the end. 6,000 uh, still pretty And good. like, I, I didn't do bad. I didn't miss any, any beats. Uh, I just didn't get like nearly as many. I didn't get that many steps either, but like, you're just I not Miracle Johnson. Yeah, I'm not Miracle Johnson. I looked it up on YouTube. Like, is it possible to meet, to beat Miracle Johnson? Uh, and one of the comments on one of the videos I watched was like, yeah, it's just, it's straight up impossible. Like, somebody has modded the game to where <laughs> you get more points than him, but you still lose at the end of it. Uh, but I mean, like unmodded, it's just entirely impossible to even get more points than him. Uh, it, it, it's like the uh the the bunny ho- like the jogging man in Ocarina of Time. No matter how oh, good yeah. you do, he'll always be like one second faster than you. Um, Miracle Miracle Johnson's the mission in Miracle Johnson's the boss you fight at the start of the game that you lose to cinematically, and then you yeah, get he's the fixed yeah. fight. Yeah, he's uh, what's his name, Sigma he's from Bowser Mega Man X. Paper Mario. Yeah, um, yeah, you get your ass beat. Kiryu's worn out. He he can't dance anymore. Miracle's still raring to go, but uh, they had a good time. <laughs> you know, they had a lot of fun. 
Uh, and as a consolation prize, he has Gomez and Lewis bring out a couple of boxes. Once again, one big black one and one small white one. Uh, and he makes you choose, black or white. Um, I don't know what's in the white one, I forget, but you want to pick the black one here because that gets you the encounter finder, which is, you know, a pretty I think he gives item. you like a, a shirt or something in the white one. Yeah. Or the black one, the big black I think, one. I know there was a shirt in the white one in the first Oh, then that could mission, be what it was. That's probably what it is. It, it's, whatever it is, it's also worthless in this one. So, like, yeah, you just want to go for the black one and get the encounter finder. Um, and Miracle says, hey, if there's any way I could repay you, just hit me up, man. Uh, I, I, you know, I love being your friend. I, you know, I love you. Come on. Uh, and he will be recruited as an advisor to your real estate business. And, and he is yeah. one of the best ones. He's so good, but he, he is quite expensive. Doesn't Director Spinning also show up to deliver it ever Director Spinning results? is not in this one, no. Oh, when does he, he, he... He'll come and work for you at some point. Yeah, though. I know. Yeah, presumably that's after Miracle on Tenkaichi Street. Yeah, I guess so, because he shows up and, yeah, he'll, he is a manager, I think. Yeah, he's um, not in this one. Lewis is, no, but uh, spinning no, yeah. is not. I think what uh, happened was I did both of them back to back when I first played it, so they both, you know, were in the big line at the door of Sugita mm-hmm. trying to come and work for me. Yeah, but uh, Miracle's one of the better uh, advice. Like he's probably the most powerful one for entertainment districts. Like he yeah. has a double circle in it, and he costs I think about fifty million yen each time you use he's, them. He's a price, but he's boy. absolutely worth it. A lot of the later properties are entertainment ones. And since they're more expensive, they take longer to upgrade, but he will get the most bang for your buck, you know, if you want to do it in the least amount of cycles possible. So I will you be want recruiting him. Miracle Johnson for when I do Media King. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it? Oh, yep, my turn. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I, I did, uh, I did... Three sub-stories that are all kind of one big sub-story, which is, they're all called Help Wanted. There's Help Wanted 1, 2, and 3. So -hmm. if you're walking around Kamurocho, it's right by Mockbull. You'll see these two people who are like, ah, these days, you know, the the job market, we're just trying to find employment. I don't know if there's employment at the local real estate, etc., etc. And you're just like, whatever, uh, people are looking for jobs, Kiryu thinks to himself. Um, When you go back to the Sugita building, Marina will tell you that they're a little short-staffed. Um, and, you know, they could definitely use some help around the office. It's just her and Kiryu and Yamanoi, who doesn't do anything besides sit in a chair and get his, uh, his sex door coupons. Um, so she says she's going to put a help wanted ad out. Um, if you come back and she says that the first, uh, interviewee has uh, responded, um, and that Kiryu is going to interview her or interview him, and uh, she says that he needs a certain sagaciousness when interviewing people, and he needs to look distinguished and uh, and professional. So please, Kiryu, put on your glasses. Yeah. So we get the return of glasses, Kiryu. Um, the first interviewee is a guy named Ijuin. Um, he, he like, they, he does this little bit where he, like, keeps knocking on the door until Kiryu uh, lets him in, and then he won't sit down until Kiryu, like, offers him a seat. He's, uh, <clears throat> Kiryu's never interviewed anyone before. Um, and he's very nervous about it. You can kind of ask him to tell us about himself. Uh, you can ask him uh, what the color of his underwear is and what kind of women he likes, which I didn't do. But he says, like, oh, he's fluent in English. He values real estate. You can ask him if he's ever had a major failure. And he says he hasn't. 
Um, and so I'm like, oh, this guy sounds great. I'll bring him on. I'll hire him. Um, and then he says, okay, can I just get some cab fare for the drive out here? So you give him like 20,000 yen and send him home. And then you get a, a, a very curious, uh, screen that just says the next day. So it's a day, a day later, <laughs> I guess. Tachibana has not showed up and he, and, uh, guess what? He, he was a no show. He never came back. He was just here for the cab money. What an <laughs> asshole. Kiryu, Going to uh, job interviews just so I can like take the bus. You know, down the funniest the, part though is, uh, is Kiryu, Kiryu is like, where is he? Is he is he here? I maybe he got into an accident. And then the like sub story sad music starts playing as Marina like tries to call the phone number he provided. Like this is so sad. And then she's like, "Oh, it's not in service. I guess we were conned." And then Damn. Marina tells Kiryu like, "I guess we're terrible judges of character. Um, I'll put out another ad. Um, come back later." And you get the second sub sub story. Uh, it's the number two. Um, she got a sub. Uh, she got a sub story. She got a uh, uh, application from a woman who had very nice handwriting, and her picture is very cute. I, Marina, that's not how this works. That's not how you hire. Um, I'll say, I'll say this: Marina and Kiryu are both a little horny in this one uh, f- for different reasons, because uh, because Marina's like, uh, oh. Oh, Kiryu's like, oh, wow, she looks cute. And then Marina says, don't hire her based on looks, Kiryu. By the way, um, you got to put your glasses back on, Kiryu. And then Kiryu says, like, <laughs> uh, I don't like wearing the glasses. And she said, no, you got to put the glasses on, Kiryu. I love Kiryu's big nerd glasses. It oh, also, they're so good. He, I, one of the things I should say about how I played this game was I uh, basically focused entirely on the story and did all the business and sub-story stuff after beating the game. And one mm-hmm. of the reasons for that is getting to wear the fun post-game outfits. Yeah. We need the glasses! Why they don't let the you wear the glasses! Oh, God, I don't I know why Kiryu's the glasses isn't glasses. one of them. It but you know, who else loves, you know who else loves Kiryu's big nerd glasses? Marina. So, um, so Kiryu reluctantly puts the glasses back on. Um, and, and, uh, she says that she likes the way he looks them, and then the, the applicant shows up, and Kiryu's like, I guess you're off the hook for now, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have a talk about this later. Um, her name is, uh, Jogasaki, she apparently worked at, like, a, her, she says her family runs, like, a traditional ryokan, like, an inn in Japan, um, and she's very, like, formal about it. Um, this is a thing that fucked me up, this line right here. Where Kiryu says, like, ah, oh, have a seat. Um, why don't you tell us about yourself? Tell us about your, your, uh, yourself and why you applied. And then Marina says, oh, wow, you're, you're a very professional, Kiryu. And then Kiryu says to me, he looks at the camera and he says, I, yeah, I picked up a book on interview questions the other day and I read through it and it was very enlightening. And I'm like, when? <laughs> Kiryu, you has know, an inter- Kiryu has a during secret all that free inner time, life. Yes. Yeah, Kiryu has a secret inner life that not even the player gets to see. This is, I don't think, even the last time that this happens in the series. I guess that, like, Kiryu is I mean, living an independent life. Like, when you turn the game off, he still keeps going. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, this is like saying, oh, when does Kiryu ever go to the bathroom? Like, No, it's not, no. It's like Kiryu. Yes, it is. It's like no, a, fuck yeah, you. It's yes, like it a, is. Okay, fine. There's a, there's a difference between Kiryu having business character development and him, like, doing basic bodily functions. He said he read an entire book in his free time in the day that he was supposed to go and hide out from the Dojiba family. He just... Yeah. The, yeah uh, like, you, when you're a kid and you turn off the game and you imagine, like, Sonic and, and Mario and all the characters, like, you know, I, what do they do when I'm not playing? Like, this, Kiryu, he just learns about interviewing people. I... 
I the way I imagined it when I played it was like like I do all these things in the post game, so clearly in the post game he's just chilling. And he oh yeah, he's got that. nothing but free time. He's waiting for Yakuza One to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, she explains, you know, she's worked in this this uh, Ryokan. She she ran the kitchen there. She uh, is confident in her fitness and her cooking. Um, which I said, I, we're not running a gym or a restaurant. And then I think Kiryu said that too. He's just like, this isn't a restaurant. Um, but you can sort of ask for more details. So, uh, you know, you can ask her about why she doesn't want to run the inn. Instead, uh, she says like, well, you know, the wor- it's a very small, closed world. I'd like to branch out. Maybe one day I'll run it. But for now, I want to just work here. You can ask her, um, you know, what kind of stuff she likes to cook. And she says she's great at making meatloaf and uh, omelet rice. And she has a great recipe for white sauce, which Marina's like, damn, you make white sauce? It's so hard. It's so easy to mess up. Yeah, um, I just, I just, you know, I just produce it out of my wand. Out of my wand. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then, oh, this is great. Uh, she says, like. Oh, uh, and yeah, my fitness, I, w- I was in dance club in college and I'm very, I'm very healthy. Uh, and I, you know, it's, it's a very strenuous exercise, uh, despite the way it looks. And then Kiryu's like, oh, I bet you did a lot of traditional dance at the inn for your customers. And then Marina says, wow, I bet she looks so good in a kimono. And then Kiryu says, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Can you both <laughs> just like calm down? You're interviewing this woman. Um, and then the last thing the their Marina's like, do you have any questions for us? And she says, is there a large inequality gap between the men and the women in this office? And Marina says, oh no. And then Jogosaki's like, well, you know, times are changing right now, so it's important to like, you know, make sure you know that the men in the office know that women can do as much as they can. Great. So Kiri's like, uh, yeah, there's no inequality because Miracle Johnson makes more than any of the men or women. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> And and the one of the top managers in this office is a chicken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kiryu, Kiryu, you know she seems like a great hire, but Kiryu's kind of thrown off by something. Maybe it's because he, you know, he got burned last time, like something went wrong. But he's he's like something something about her uh, her story just doesn't add up. And this rules. This is like some real Ace Attorney shit. I yeah. love it. Oh yeah, you have to like pick apart her testimony, and the thing you have to say is. She says she was in charge at the Japanese inn, right? But what did she say her number, her, like, best recipes are? It was, like, meatloaf and white sauce, and it's like, objection! And then, you know, you're like, you said that you make a great meatloaf, but that's not what you'd serve at a a traditional inn. That's, like, a Western-style food. And then she says, you know, her, her, uh, her, like, you depict apart my testimony sprite pops up, and her, like, uh, face goes all crazy, and she's like, I lied about everything! She says that she made up everything on her resume. She never worked at an inn. She said she did dance, but she likes hip hop, which Kiryu says like, he, he, he turns into Komeki and he's like, ah, teach me more about this breaking dance. <laughs> um, and then Kiryu says, get out. I'm not even going to give you the money. And then uh, she says, this is so weird. She says like, you're a liar. You lied to me. And then Kiryu says, you you padded out your resume. He says something about like, this is the real world princess and you're living in it. Go, this is the, the real world is a jungle, not a playground. So go out and fetch some <laughs> crummy water instead of Pokemon creatures. Get out of my sight. <laughs> and then she leaves. And, uh, and then Marina's like, well, uh, that sucked uh guess we need more applicants fine last applicant says uh blurry picture and the the writing on the resume was completely illegible but he's got a college degree 
Um, Kiryu says that the quality of the applicants has, has just gone to the toilet, and Marina says beggars can't be you shoes. You three! Please, f- p- please, for the love of God, P- Kira, you put those glasses on and send me lots of pictures. I like, she says, I like a solidly built man in glasses. So she's not even trying to hide hey, Kira, you, you ever thought about starting an OnlyFans? You just, you know. Hey, Kiryu, uh, can you show me that sexy bowling form? Hey, Kiryu, Marina. Can you, Kira, can you just like, you know, it's been a long day. Take off those shoes, Kiryu. <laughs> Fuck, you beat me to the damn joke, yeah. Kiryu, can you send me some high-res glossy JPEGs of your feet, please? Um, yeah, so she... You ever thought about uh, wearing the glasses while you bowl? I think that'd be like... (laughs) I I think it would really uh, help you. Her and Emery definitely hang out. Um, so, so, like, this, this last guy, his name is Koshimizu, he comes in, he's stuttering, he's really nervous, and, uh, Marina's, like, totally not into this guy. I mean, he kinda sucks, right? And then all wow, of a sudden, I would not like to imagine him in a kimono. No, yeah, he's not. He's yeah, he, he, I wouldn't even want to see him in a sexy pair of glasses. The doorbell rings and, and Marina needs to go to attend to that. So Kiryu kind of puts the interview on hold and he they, they just kind of sit there in silence. And uh, then Kiryu just kind of, you know, he's he's trying to be professional here. So he he talks to Koshimizu. He asks him kind of why he applied to this job. Now, off the record, not part of the interview. He just wants to get to know him. So Koshimizu kind of starts talking and the sad Yakuza music plays and he says, uh, my father, he ran a real estate business. He made sure that no one went away unhappy. He was so so nice to all of his customers and his uh, employees. Um, but unfortunately, he didn't focus enough on the bottom line and it led to my family's financial ruin. I want to make people happy, but I also want to make my family happy. And then Kiryu's like, damn, this guy, He maybe there's more to this man than meets the eye. Uh, Marina comes back. Uh, oh, before he goes, he's just like, I'll just leave. I I, I, I can't. I can't help. I, I'm, I'm not going to get this job. I'm going to go. And then Kiryu says like, no, listen, I, I think I might. I think I'm I'm leaning towards you right now. I, I need to I need to get Marina on my side. I need to show her that this guy is uh, is actually quite good. So you can sort of ask him some questions. And the goal is to, to sort of spin his uh, nervous jitterings into a way that into like something that Marina uh, can can see as a positive uh he says that he went to college he had a degree in eagle studies because he can't get his words out you have to like (laughs) decipher what he's saying obviously he got a degree in legal studies and then marina's like oh well that that sounds okay uh but what about what are your strengths uh and hobbies uh she uh and he says that his strengths are he's really good with animals he could turn even uh the most vicious dog into a like a, a friend because animals just like him and he also likes dining out so you need to kind of figure out which one will help you kind of make a case for him i said it had to be something about the animals he says he knows a lot about animals and that he does a lot of learning about animals and he can even tell what kind of pets a person has by their smell and marina's I got like all the zoo books when i was like yeah he's got he asked for his parents permission and he ordered zoo books and he got that awesome tiger poster oh yeah um marina's like this seems completely like a useless skill then kiryu says no no marina a lot of properties have pet restrictions and this guy can tell what kind of pets they have in case they're lying and then uh using this man's powers for evil follow your nose Jesus. Um, Marina says, do you have any questions for Kiryu? And he says, he says this line that I thought was really good. He says, your firm is an innovator of cutting edge synergy that challenges the industry metrics. My career plan is a shared vision and engagement, <laughs> insights, conversion. And then Kiryu's like, oh, he's just shouting buzzwords. This isn't work- working. So then I tell him to 
tell us about someone he admires, and then he the, it like fades to black as he gives his spiel about his dad. Marina's like, wow, I was completely wrong. Koshimizu is a great guy. I have no objections. You're hired. Um, and then she gives him the cab fare. I'm like, Koshimizu, don't break my heart. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is this is my last chance. And he says he'll start up tomorrow. So um, he left his bag behind. And Marina tells Kiryu to go return it to him, which got me nervous. I was like, oh, God, what what is going to be the thing with this guy? But what happens is he goes outside and the two other applicants are there and they're just like abusing a dog and like because they're so pissed off at Kiryu it's horrible they're like what hitting the a dog i know it's fucked up but then Koshimizu steps in and he's like he's like i won't let you hurt that dog and then uh Ijuin, the first guy who just wanted the cab fare like beats the shit out of him but he's like he won't let them get to the dog they leave, um, and the dog, like, starts licking him for helping him, and then Kiryu sees us, and he's like, I'm happy I hired you, and now he works at our company as security staff, so... As a security guy. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he is not great at security, but I'm glad he has a job. He yeah. helped the dog. Uh, he's he's I, just the no-pet security. He just shows up I know, and he fucking he, he's, he's, he's this guy, he, yeah, he comes in, he's like, you have a, you have an, uh, an iguana. You're not allowed to have those in here. Get out of here. Did you ever mention that, like, security guards, like, if, like, there's a fight and that guard's, like, in an area where you're fighting in, they, like, join you in the fight sometimes? Really? Yeah, it yeah. happens. You can do, like, team attacks That's... with them. I've never seen that happen. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't happen all that often, but, yeah, it, hmm. like, if you're in the district for, you know, the secure, where they're at, uh... Depending, like, if you get into a fight, there's just, like, a random chance that they'll hop in. So you're telling me that, uh, that our new, our new, uh, friend is gonna just, like, show up and get his shit rocked, but then a dog will be friends with him. <laughs> yes. Or, like, he'll, he'll, like, powerbomb a guy and then you'll stomp on his face. The God, guy's face. I, God, I wish that were me. God, I wish, I wish that, uh, I would get powerbombed by Kiryu. So, I, I think that's enough fun for, for one day. Should we turn in for the night at West Park? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Here, you take it, Argyle. I've... Uh, so, you, you go to West Park, uh, you look around a little bit, and you eventually run into the bearded homeless man. He's one of the guys that you got the drinks for earlier, like in a previous chapter. Yeah. Uh, you remember when you were looking for information on Tachibana. And he's like, hey, it's you, I hey. recognize you. Uh, you know, you got his drinks, remember? Um, and Kiryu, uh, is like, yeah, I, I remember you, uh, you're doing alright, blah blah blah. Um, you know, I'm just looking for a place to stay, cause I lost my home too. Uh, and the bearded homeless guy offers to let Kiryu stay in his little shack. Uh, so, you know, Kiryu goes to sleep. They, they're just, you know, they're sleeping, and there's a commotion outside a few hours later. Uh, Kiryu goes outside, and there's some, like, rowdy punks beating up the homeless guys. Uh, they're homeless hunters. There's a, there's a, kind of a, an ongoing problem, and will continue to be an ongoing problem in Kamarocho, of just, like, Young young men beating the shit out of homeless people for it's undefined horrible. reasons. This is yeah. like a this is like a problem in like Japan or at least Tokyo, right? Because I remember I know this is a thing. 
This yeah, I assume it's an actual that's thing. That's horrific. No. That once again, I think we've talked about this before, but like the the ongoing trend in the entire Yakuza series is that the the homeless population is like pretty much universally very nice and they always help cure you out or like whoever whoever you're playing as the homeless people will always help them out they just kind of have their own thing going on like they have their own little city like right Mm -hmm. now it's in west park but sometimes it moves to different parts of the city depending on you know what's being built when yeah they they have their own little community but they're always being put upon by you know uh, a lot of times teenagers with baseball bats and shit yeah so we gotta help him out. Yeah, so Kiryu steps in, he's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You just, like, beat up homeless guys? And they say, yeah. We're yeah, young. We're, we're, we, yeah, we're, we're minors. We could... We, we could kill these dudes, and we, we wouldn't even be in jail for a day. It's good. Uh, and Much like much like uh, Daigo Dojima's sub-story, it's time to beat up some teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, so Kiryu punches one of them out, and they're like, hey, you gonna pay for my hospital bills, you fuck? You know, like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, dude. I've always wanted to watch someone die. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you fight them, you beat them up. Uh, and the last one of them, like, remaining, uh, whose text box calls him Bum Basher. Ah, good. That's my name. That. Yeah, I don't know if... I, I didn't pay... I wasn't paying attention before, so I don't know if any of the other ones got, like, yeah, funny there's, names. Yeah, there's three. There's there's a Homeless Hunter, there's Bum Basher, and there's Hobo Harasser. Ah, <laughs> Okay, yeah, so we're left with just Bum Basher, uh, and we tell him, hey, get out of here, or I'll, you know, you'll you'll be meeting with my fists once again, pal. Uh, and they get out. Um, the, the bearded homeless man, who just never gets a name, kind of like little guy, never gets a yeah. name. Uh, he thanks you, he says, hey, you know. Wait, we'll, you didn't we'll... mention the craziest part. Oh, the yeah. The part where... Yeah, so so like one of them is about to like bash the dudes the the our homeless friend's brains in with the bat. That's when Kiryu steps in and, and hits him. Right. right. Okay. And then yeah. you do the fight, and then the bearded homeless guy is like, the guy's on the ground, and he's like, "Is this your bat?" And then the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, just just I'll I'll leave. I'll never come back." And he's like, "You were gonna use this to bash my brains in, weren't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll go away. I won't ever come back." And then the homeless guy like lifts his bat up above his head, and when I watched this, I was like. Yeah, he's going to do it, and then he's going to, you know, fake him out or hit it next to his head. But it just fades to black. Yeah, it, it fades to black, and we cut back to the inside of the guy's shack, and they, they don't they say don't anything like, what oh, happened. You, did he, oh did you, he just, you let like, the guy go, you, you know, no. or anything like that. <laughs> he could have killed him. He killed him. He did. <laughs> he just murdered him in front of Kiryu, and Kiryu's like, I mean, he was harassing homeless people. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're good people. I shouldn't, he shouldn't have done it. He got what he deserved. He had it coming. Um, yeah, that that, yeah. that guy did murder a teenager, I guess. I guess. Yeah, so, uh, yeah they're just talking, and the, the bearded homeless guy is like, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll protect you, man, especially after tonight. You know, we're not going to turn you in or anything. Uh, so uh, they they should have done the Hideo Kojima thing. Like, he lifts the bat up, and then he funny pee-pees his pants, and then runs away, and it's haha, very funny. Who's who's a pee-pee boy? And then then they fade to black play a that big was, fart been, noise and then he yeah he poops his uh, runs away pants. he says my name is johnny sasaki yeah yeah um, yeah so you, you wake up the next morning no more further incidents uh, uh the bearded homeless guy walks up to you when you get out of the shack and he's like hey dude somebody's looking for you they say they're from tachibana real estate 
uh you know i said i said i'd never heard of you but you know you might want to check it out uh you go check it out it's it's just oda he's just in the van yeah uh you you get in and oda's like all right uh we've got a plan the boss is going to meet us where we're going I'm not going to tell you where we're going, but you're going to know it pretty soon because it's someplace very familiar to you. Mm. And they take off. And who wants to say what the place is? They're going to Tojo headquarters. Yeah. They go to Tojo headquarters. This is uh, the first time in our series, but not in the game, in the game series, obviously, that we've seen Tojo headquarters. It's huge. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. It's like this giant, like, Japanese mansion with a huge courtyard and a garden. Perfect for fights. Perfect Mm -hmm. for big fights. Big fights Um, with big lanterns. Big fights with big lanterns and many, many dudes. Um, Mm -hmm. I did, I thought it was funny. I was like, well, what is the real, what does a real Yakuza headquarters look like? So I, like, went on Google and I, because the biggest family in in Japan is the Yamaguchi Gumi. So mm-hmm. I like looked up what their headquarters looks like, or if there's a picture of it, and I saw a picture of it. It's like a shitty little building. The Tojo <laughs> have it hooked. They have it like hooked up. They have a huge building. It's yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah, most like headquarters that we go to in these games are a lot are pretty shitty little office building. Like we've it's, been to the Dojima yeah. headquarters, we've been to the Kazuma family headquarters. This like is, they're just it, little office buildings, but Yeah, we see we see the Tocho headquarters and we also see the Omi Alliance headquarters at some point. Both of them are like these giant extravagant buildings. Mm-hmm. It rules. So um <clears throat> So, uh, so Kiryu, uh, you know, he's here, uh, Oda says that Tachibana's already inside, um, and you have to, and Kiryu's like, if we go in there, we're gonna, they're gonna kill us. And Oda says, trust the boss. These two Yakuza show boss. up. Trust the boss. He tells him to, uh, well, you know, with a tattoo like that, I can't help but trust him. So cool. So, uh, Tachibana knows it's a dangerous gamble. This is what Oda says, but, but that's business for you. So they escort Kiryu up to the main boardroom. This is another... I mean, this whole place is kind of iconic in the series, but, like, this room in particular is, like, this is where the magic happens. This is, like, the big boardroom. It's got all these, like, these leather chairs that all of the Yakuza uh, captains sit in throughout the series. But right now, it's just our uh, trustworthy friend Tachibana with the bat tattoo mm-hmm. and the acting second chairman of the Tojo clan, Takashi Nihara. I'm glad you wrote um, it down because this one time I forgot to write it down. Takashi Nihara is sort of sitting there. I remember initially being confused by his title because I didn't realize second meant he was the second person to be chairman. I thought there might have been like multiple chairmen. No, so so they're between the second and third chairman, but they haven't picked a new one, so they put Nihara in charge for now until they can pick the next guy in charge. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. uh... Tachibana is basically negotiating with Nihara. He explains, like, you know, he wants his company and the Tojo to exist peacefully in Kamurocho, they not be fighting. Um, Nihara says, well, we we welcome anyone to the city who wants to come and grow our business. However, you keep, uh, you have no fear of the Tojo clan and you feel like you can just do whatever you want. So I can't, uh, I can't just let you do that. And so Tachibana says, well, we understand how fearsome you guys are. Um, and I'm going to offer uh, a material form of deference. Uh, it is my humble request to, to, for you to tell Dojima to stop uh, pursuing Kiryu. Um, and he explains, like, you know, they're hunting Kiryu. Uh, and then Nihara says, like, 
Well, if Dojima's hunting Kiryu and wants him dead, then there's probably a good reason that they want him dead. Yeah, Dojima, he's he's one of the most loyal, uh, you know, uh, officers. He tithes a huge amount to to the Tojo clan. Like, why should I listen to you? And Tachibana lays out, uh, you know, like, well, uh, Dojima is a, a little, he's a little too big for his own britches. You know, if he gets this empty lot deal, he'll, you know, he already this... has pretty much more power than even you acting chairman. You don't want uh, him to be the third chairman. Also, he fucking yeah. sucks and he's an idiot. It's mainly yeah. his lieutenants who are doing all the work. Yeah, he's fucking stupid. You don't want him in charge. He's he's an autocrat, uh, unlike most Yakuza patriarchs. Uh, and, y- you know, if he gets this empty lot deal, he's almost assured to be the third chairman. And also, like, you've you've put in a lifetime of hard work for the Tojo clan. You're getting up there in, in years, Nihara. Um, and if you want, you know, you want your cut cushy you know, retirement, retirement where everyone kind of respects you and you have a say in things. If Dojima takes over, there's absolutely no chance that he will uh, show any respect to his elders in the, in the faction. So, um, you know, you don't want him in charge. So Nihara is kind of like, you make a point. However, uh, you know, I, I, there's nothing I can really do about this. The, the empty lot, you know, this whole revitalization progress is like, the cornerstone of our operation right now. Um, and then uh, Tachibana says, you know, the you're blind to this, right? Uh, you're sort of blind to this, this whole deal. And uh, to show you, to kind of open your eyes, I offer you a gift. Oda comes in with the world's largest comedy carrot top briefcase of money. It's got 500 million yen in it, which remember, this chapter is called A Man's Worth. Um, it's got a whole man's worth of money and, uh, it's 500 million now. And then once they stop searching, Tachibana says they'll give him another 500 million. So a billion total. One plus billion. Billion. Yeah. Um, and then plus 30% of the Kamurocho profits from the Tachibana real estate company, um, in exchange for Kiryu safety. Nihara's like, you would pay a billion dollars for a failed Yakuza? And then Tachibana, with the bat tattoo on his left arm, just don't forget about that, says, <laughs> I can easily make a billion back, but the life of a true friend, that's a harder thing to come by than any, any amount of money in the world. And the studio audience says, "Oh." Aw. And then one person's like, he's got a bat tattoo on his arm! <laughs> um, so then he says, like, uh, by the way, don't forget, you also have the option to offer our heads up to Dojima, but wouldn't you, you wouldn't get anything for the future if you did that, Nihara? And then Nihara's just like, God, you're fucking good at this, Tachibana. Um, Doesn't he also offer, like, 30% of all profits going forward? Yeah, he says yeah. 30% of yeah, all the that. money they make, yeah. And so Nihara... You know how to spread like, a Yakuza's legs. Oh, yeah, he says that. That was pretty funny. Um, so Nihara's like, well, uh, he says, he tells one of his subordinates, like, call Dojima. Kiryu is now Tojo headquarters properties. Keep your hands off. Keep your grubby little hands off, Dojima. And then as he leaves, Nihara tells Kiryu, he's like, you know, what? Kazuma used to be your age once, uh, surprisingly. And uh, he was once 20, and uh, do you know what kind of Yakuza he was? He was strong and fearless. He redefined what it meant to be a man. He was he was Gillette, the best a man can get. <laughs> wow. And he's like, he's if like, I could have, I, if I could have paid a billion yen for him, I, I would have done it in a heartbeat. 
Are you are you a man worth a billion yen, Kiyu Kazuma? Yeah, he says prove it. So it's time to leave. Walk out the door. Let's time to go. just leave. Go <laughs> right out the front out. door with no trouble. Right down the nope. stairs. That's it. There yeah. it is. Anyways, they get to the you know the the lobby, and there's like forty goons waiting for them. Oh. looking (laughs) at them menacingly this is funny yeah they're staring they're standing there menacingly uh i like this because um tachibana says well i expected this to happen if negotiations failed but uh and then kiryu says no 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 this isn't negotiations failing this is just a matter of protocol which see i was having (laughs) thoughts about this because that doesn't make sense on a on a, like a story level or on a yakuza level, like yeah, whenever you just walk in to Tojo headquarters, you have to fight your way out. And then I remembered every other game in the series, so I think what Kiryu should have said is, "This isn't this isn't you know negotiations didn't fail. This is just a matter of yakuza series tradition. If I walk into Tojo headquarters, I'm definitely fighting I'm, my way out." I mean, yeah. think about like all the high ranking yakuza in this game, like Kuze and Awano and so on and so forth. They could. They're all yeah, really one. good and strong. I, They got that big and strong because they have to do this every single time. Every time you need to leave Tojo Clan, you have to go through a hundred-man spanking machine. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, as is Yakuza series tradition, when Kiryu goes to Tojo headquarters, nine times out of ten, he's blasting his way out with fists, just fists going wild. Yeah, he, so he's going through this. the hundred man spanking machine, but he's yes. spanking the hundred men. <laughs> Oda and Tachibana both just, they just took it with asses, asses bared, but Kiryu <laughs> said absolutely not. There's yeah, a cool Kiryu, fight Kiryu scene jumps here. off the balcony and he, he you know... He jumps says, like a whole, he jumps an entire two flights of stairs down and just like yeets himself and he's fine. He like poses like yeah, bring it, whatever. And Yaku does an AOE jump attack. Off of a five story building just fine. God, so I don't know. well, that's that's yeah, that's we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, th- we get this cool fight scene. Oda and Tachibana kind of get to help out a little bit. Um, in this sec- section, there's like a cool team attack where like Tachibana will jump over Kiryu and punch a guy nice. um, it, with his kidneys. When I played this oh, well- originally, I was really worried because I I was worried like Tachibana might get hurt because he just got out of a hospital. He's fine. He's fine. Also, not even a know, real hospital. I'm really worried about Tachibana's safety. Uh, what if he what if that bat tattoo that he has gets, you know, scuffed up in the fight? I'm really worried about. He just our, got our off a of dialysis. He's at maximum power right now. That's true. His kidneys have never been healthier. <laughs> He's like, my blood is perfectly clean. This is like Popeye with his spinach. He just gets dialysis, and then his muscles like turn into steamships. <laughs> um, there's a cool part where um, our friend Oda uh, throws like there's a g- dude with a sword, and Oda like throws a sword to cure you, and he he like blocks it behind the back. It's awesome. It's so good. Mm. Yeah, so we we blast our way out of uh, uh, out of Tojo headquarters and uh, drive away. We've proved our right to leave, but on mm-hmm. our way out, um, ni, ni, uh, what's his name? Nihara? I already forgot his name. Nihara. Nishira? Yeah, he's standing there. He, he's he's standing there like, and he nods like, "Wow, I guess you are a Kazuma Two sequel." Mm-hmm. 
You you may one day grow into be a monster just like he is. You might also you know, slaughter children and okay, women. Okay, yeah, that was the thing I was wondering. What was he saying? Like you'll be you'll be the strongest yakuza of, the, of them all. That you can you can fight everyone everywhere. Or is he yeah, saying that, you'll be no, he, you'll yeah, be a monster like Kazuma because you're murdering lots of innocent people all the time? No, no, he he means it in a good way. Like yeah, the good kind of monster, not the Kazuma kind of monster. I'm starting to think that Kazuma might not be the greatest guy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, he's fine. He's cool. He's fine. He's honorable. He's an honorable Yakuza. It's fine. He's a total badass. <laughs> he's got uh, two guns, next? bitch. He's got... <laughs> That's later. We don't need to talk about Kazuma's double guns. So just we've so we uh just got out. Uh, are we at the scene at the dock? We're at the pier. Yeah, we're at Miss Tatsu's pier. There's only yeah. one. I guess she's not here right now. Uh, yeah, she's she's doing her she's doing her uh, house calls. She's at home. She's making more Mistatsu drinks. <laughs> she's drinking her Aha water. <laughs> oh, that's what her... that's what the Tatsu drinks are. She's just relabeled the Aha water. <laughs> yeah, she's investing in herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so Tachivana says he finally knows who. Oh, wait, wait. Did we uh, do the scene at the... Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, do... Excuse me? Uh, the, the, the extra Dojima little scene. scene with our friend. Oh, yeah, yeah at, at Dojima headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. That's pretty important. It's really uh, good. Yeah, so, so between when they leave Tojo HQ uh, and when we go to the pier... Uh, we we cut away to Dojima headquarters, and it is it, it's so Dojima. He's just got out of uh, watching Takeshi's Castle again. Of course, uh, he's talking to Shibasawa about the new order to not kill Kiryu. He's, he hates it. He's pissed off. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We, so so, so Dojima just tells and, and Shibusawa yeah. says, you know, Kuze and Awano, they they couldn't get the job done, but I predicted this. I knew all of this would happen, and I know how Tachibana is going to use Kiryu. And then he takes off his glasses epically, and he says, trust me, sir, I'll take care of it. And then it says, like, uh, Super Smash Bros. font, uh, uh, Shibusawa has joined the fight. Uh, it says, Shibusawa <laughs> has become a villain. Shibus- a- an active character in this game. Shibusawa tries some chips and says, <laughs> Needs more sodium chloride. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> uh, Chibusawa uh, writes names down with his left hand and eats chips with his right hand. So yeah, we're at Miss Tatsu's pier. We've escaped the Tojo clan. Um, Tachibana's like, let's rest. I've, I'm very tired. I, my kidneys, I just remembered I have kidney fallout disease. Um, and Kiryu's like, why would you pay a billion yen for me? Um... And Tachibana says, you know, I'm, uh, or Kiryu says, you're, you're using all of your money and power to gun for the Tojo clan, uh, but there's no reason that you'd be after the lot and go through all this trouble unless there's some ulterior motive. And Tachibana says, oh, that's a trade se- secret. Let's leave it at that. And Kiryu's like, well, I'm one of your employees. Shouldn't you let me in on the trade secret? Um, and he's no. like, and he says, you told me you were like just about to find the owner of the lot, like three episodes ago, what's going on? And then Tachibana says, oh, well, guess what? This time I did it for real. And guess what? The owner of the empty lot is in Sotembori, the other map that <gasps> exists in the game. They didn't make a third one. Um, and then, <laughs> but bad news, another faction's already in pursuit. 
Um, and the, the Omi Alliance. This this kills me. He says, "I'd someone's in pursuit. I'd wager it's someone from the Shibusawa family." And then the game pulls up a picture of Shibus, like Kiri's, like as if we didn't see yeah, him two minutes he's like, ago. He's like Shibusawa, and then it's like, and the game yeah shows us a picture of Shibusawa as if we didn't literally just see him. That's like yeah, Kiryu, you know, Shibusawa has done so little in this game so far that the game had to be like, we just really need to to remind you who Shibusawa is and tell you that this is his time. Yeah, so the Shibusawa family and the Omi Alliance are both after the owner of the empty lot in Sotenbori too. It's not uh, great to be in Sotenbori right now if you're Yeah, so like going to Sotenbori would be even more dangerous than Kamarocho. Cars are like right exploding now. and shit, like uh the Hogushi Kaikon blew up. Yeah, I, there's at least like 20 flaming skeletons going <laughs> around. We don't want to fuck with that. This uh, this city is. It looks like it, you're playing Kentucky Route Zero because everyone in Sotimbori is just a glowing skeleton at this point. <laughs> uh, Kiryu is not daunted. He he is very impatient. He says, "Fuck that! I'm going to Sotimbori tomorrow. I'm going to get the Gotta owner of the empty lot and bring them back here." Do you want me to bring you back a souvenir? Oda says, I'm coming too, Mr. Frodo! <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, uh, Tachibana says, like, you know, I can't actually back you up if you go to Sotenbori. Both- oh yeah, it's so dangerous, you're not getting any workman's comp if you die. <laughs> he says workman- He says, expect no workman's comp. Yeah. It's fine. It's you fine. already paid a billion yen for me. I think Thank that's you, my fair Thank share. You, sir. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tachibana's like, uh, it's cool, or, sorry, uh, he says that he and Otis are going to be hanging out with Master Chen until they need to leave. Uh, he says he should, like, go out and do some real estate mini games. maybe get some extra money. You'll probably want some money. Uh, I heard there's this place called the JCC, and it's got a little something, a little something your parents <laughs> might not want to find out that you're playing, if you know what I mean. Kiryu says, no thanks, I did that before I went to West Point. I already did it once. (laughs) Note to to self, in a year, make a joke about Akiyama making his fortune in JCC. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, you know, meet us in Little Asia whenever you're ready. Yeah, uh... Apparently they'll they'll just allow you back in. Yeah, now, of course. Even though they were like, no, you can't be well, here. They know at he, all. he's just he's just going having a little meeting. He's he's you know a di- he's a paying customer. It's fine. Yeah, he's not he's not hiding there or anything. Tachibana so. says, um, uh, "John Snow, when you get frack from Sotimbori, I'll tell you the secret of your mother, <laughs> the the trade secret. Um, but also, I'll tell you you know why I want why I'm so wrapped up in this business." Um, he tugs at his left sleeve. It's fine. And then uh, just need to remind our listeners that he has a bat tattoo on his arm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Our friend Tachibana, who's done nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Remind our listeners that he has a bat tattoo before he says, you know, I found out. Who I found the out who the owner the is. is. I hear it's a it's a blind. She's actually quite blind. She's a, a woman, very young. Uh, and her name is Makoto Makamura. Great. <laughs> The guy with the bat tattoo is looking for Makoto Makimura. I don't know how those two things are related. It's fine. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Do you think this means anything? Do you think it means anything? I don't think so. I think it's maybe just some character themes and facts. If you ask yeah, me. Yeah, I think this is just a coincidence. I think he just so happens <laughs> Yakuza to have a, another Book Club question. What do you think the significance is of Tachibana's bat tattoo? And then, and then you know, Majima Fan 99 is like, just a cool tattoo. <laughs> Just a cool tattoo. 
So it looks like we're going. Uh, hey, I mean, Kiryu's headed to Sotenbori, but we're going next week. So good stuff. I got a bat tattooed on my own arm in honor of Tachibana. Oh, my good friend who loves Kiryu and would be do nothing wrong. Nobody with a bat tattoo ever did anything Absolutely bad. Absolutely not. That's the end of the chapter. Yep. How did you like it? What uh, did you think, Dan, as uh, our special guest? I enjoyed watching someone else play it. I I uh, have already played this game before, and when I played it, I really loved that whole bit with the... With the big fight in the castle, I'd never played it, played a Yakuza game before, and did not know that that would happen. And I got really excited, and also, like to- oh, did we Tojo forget to mention yeah. that during the big fight, Kiryu gets into a sword fight? Yeah, he gets into a sword no, fight. Yeah, Oda throws that. him a sword. It rules. Oh, it's so good. good. Yeah, yeah, that part was so really fun. Like it, it reminded me like one of the moments of. Definitive moments of Yakuza Zero is like Kiryu just fighting his way through a shitload of goons, and no, yeah, that's always some of the most fun parts it's fun. of these games. It's interesting the long because battles. yeah, those long battles. I, I think it's funny when you're fighting a huge crowd in Yakuza games. It's not the most fun like fights because like it's kind of frustrating when there's just so many guys that you can't really you know focus in or, or really do anything beyond just mash and hit people with furniture but it just feels and like on a, at a story perspective it's like the most fun to just see Kiryu fight his way through a hundred guys no problem that's i mean always, i always have a lot of fun yeah, they're, with it they're because fun, you usually just yeah. get you get to go all out like, yeah you get uh, when you're going against the... bosses you usually have to play a bit more conservatively yeah. you have to be really on your toes uh, but with like these guys, you can just wail on them. You can pull and, out like, your Marlin cannon that uh, that Officer yeah. Stop and Search thought was some sort of adult toy. Yeah, you you get to use a bunch of your you know your good heat moves. Like you know you it, you get into a bunch of fights with a ton of goons without any like pause in between. You know it, it's like you know you, you can do a, a bunch of street fights and have fun with that. But this is like a bunch of street fights linked together with more unique situations and yeah. configurations. It's good stuff. Um, all right, let's, uh, we got, we got a question this week. Yeah. Um, so this week we have, uh, if you have a question, you can go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash podcast gagotoku. That's podcast G-A-G-O-T-O-K-U. I make a post every week about our episode. And if you have a question, you can just stick it in the comments. Um, we have one question this week. It is from our uh, friend of the show, Sarah McCostumes. And uh, Hi, it, Sarah. it's a question that says, how much are each of you worth, personally? <laughs> each of you personally worth? I think I'm, uh, worth, I'm worth, like, I'm worth, like, three McDonald's 20-piece chicken nuggets and a couple of Big Macs. Mm. And I say that as a person who doesn't eat meat or fast food. Uh, one penny, but it's, like, it's a really shiny penny. It's, it's like the, nice one, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the penny that you keep just because it's so shiny and you want to show people. Yeah. Either that or, uh, 50 million Iraqi dinars. Yeah, let me just check my bank account. Uh, $76.80. <laughs> Mr., let me check the, let me check the, the cash register, Mr. Crab's voice, and there's no money in here. So, uh, thanks, Sarah, for making us, uh, feel great about ourselves. <laughs> I'm not sure what you meant by this great. question. Hillary Clinton voice, I feel great. Well, the episode is called The Man's Worth, and we find out this week that Kiryu is the one billion dollar man. Mm-hmm. Kiryu, if if you had ten Kiryus, that would be like 
one empty lot's worth of money. I think weren't they going to buy ten Kiryu's? That would be worth. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami. I was just about to say, yeah, Yakuza Kiwami is a game about ten Kiryu's going missing. (laughs) This is how we're going to assess the economy for the rest of the series, is that one billion dollars equals one Kiryu. Yeah, at the end of every chapter, we haven't mentioned this, but, like, you you get, like, a summation of all the money you've earned, and it tells you, like, oh, this is worth X amount of this expensive. Oh yeah, I love when that happens uh, in this game. Or it's like it's yeah, like, except at the end of this chapter, it's like oh, you learn you earned uh, one, eleven billion yen. That's eleven worth eleven Kiryu's. Eleven Kiryu Cosmos. I got there was one that's like you earned twenty times the prime minister's salary this week. It's always I, fun. I'm it reminds me of kind a, of disappointed with that because it's always just like oh, you got x amount of expensive thing, and not just like it, it would be a lot more impressive if it was just like one. Just name one expensive thing instead of just yeah. like, oh, you, oh, you, like you, you could just say like, oh, you got uh thirty thousand Big Macs. Are you ready for, for this? You, Are you, you ready for get this? That that Check money. this out. You made as much as the price of one Starbucks venti latte. Oh, there was a. It's it's like uh, a it's like the best video game series ever made besides Yakuza, where at the end when you create a good Katamari in Katamari Damacy or Damacy, it uh, tells you how big your Katamari is in terms of, like, different objects. So it's like, your Katamari is the size of 1.5 million recorders. <laughs> yeah, see, game. like, they, they need to make the multiplier either really big or really, or really small, small, or it's yeah. not it's not very impressive when it's just, like, eight. It, it just seems kind of arbitrary. It's like, you're I'm worth saying. eight sports like, cars, Kiryu. It's like, okay, I don't know what that... Yeah, it should be like your your I got one that seven was seven expensive dolphin engravings. The one for this week was um was the the in terms of uh the average Hollywood blockbuster budget. <laughs> it's like you're worth, uh, but I don't know when this like when this game was made or if that's in terms of the 1980s or what. Is it like am I worth yeah. three Avengers or am I worth like? you know 25 terminators or whatever. how many how many like miracle like miracle on tenkaichi streets am i worried <laughs> anyways i think i think that's all for this episode let's let's wrap it up yeah um yeah so as we said before we have twitter you can follow us on twitter at twitter.com slash podcast gagotoku podcast g-a-g-o-t-o-k-u you can find our podcast and all of its episodes at yakuzapod.com you tell your friends, tell your dad, tell your, your, uh, if your dad is, tell a your yak- patriarch, tell your patriarch, these guys, they're, they're tickling my ribs. This podcast is so relatable for us. Yakuza who, whom's among us didn't get bought for a billion dollars. Um, you can find me at twitter.com slash bradipus rex. Shouldn't we find- let Dan plug his stuff? First? Yeah, I was going to let Dan do it after we plug us because he's saving the best for last. Okay. You can find right. Argyle at twitter.com slash Argyle underscore funk. Uh, Dan, where can we find you? You can find me at a bunch of different places, and at those, you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike Dawson with a zero. Let me just make sure I have that right. Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. Uh, you can find my Twitter. You can find the podcast Argyle and I are on, Pot of Greed. You can find my Sonic lore podcast I do with Morg called The Sonic Shuffle. You can find Strangers Fiction, which is an actual an actual play podcast focused on one shots. And uh, I'm going to let you in on something. We're currently working on a campaign of interstitial where I am playing the role of Kazuma Kiryu. 
Mm. Mm. Do our, don't do so it, is don't that do our boy so, dirty. A uh, little inside baseball. You've posted about this in the Pot of Greed Discord. Is this the same one where you're going to be going to Star Wars World, where I could potentially be a battle droid? Yes, uh, you could Roger, potentially Roger, be Gary, a lot of John. things. I should let you know, and let the people listening to this know, uh, this podcast probably won't be going up until we've completed the campaign. Just just in case, like, in, to make sure it doesn't get caught short or anything like that. Uh, I'm imagining Kiryu's... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I'm imagining Kiryu's, uh, like, RPG, like, character sheet. It's just, like, strength, 10. Charisma, 0. Intelligence, 0. Agility, 0. Luck, 10. <laughs> agility, 0? No, sorry, his agility is, like... Yeah, his, I, I forget how all the flips he does in the later games. He doesn't do a lot of flips, but I don't know. He's, he's still pretty Wisdom, quick and agile. Zero. I'd say he's at least a solid seven. Intellect, zero. Constitution, 50,000. <laughs> Unkillable. Uh, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Interstitial is an RPG based on Kingdom Hearts, uh, inspired hmm. by it. And it both it both allows and encourages like big crossover adventures. Uh, I'm playing as, like, the Chosen, which is the hero or protagonist role. Uh, also, what, what else was I gonna say? Um, you can also find my art blog at Linktree and my Kofi, where I take commissions. You can find at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, recently, Goro Majima had his birthday, so happy birthday, Goro Majima. Happy birthday, Majima. It's just something I just had a thought of. Mm -hmm. You're wrong, Shibasawa. The empty lot is light. <laughs> the empty lot is I don't get light. <laughs> Anyways, is that it? I think that's it. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the uh, what was I gonna say? I just had the joke in my head. Oh, uh, the joke is uh, the uh. Oh god damn it, I keep forgetting his name. The the funny pervert man. <laughs> oh, Mr. Libido? Yeah, Mr. Libido gets hit by a boulder and dies. <laughs> it just falls on its head. <laughs> what if they did a dub of Yakuza Zero Shibusawa was voiced by Billy Zane? <laughs> Anyways. Oh, you also listen to Jurgenit, that's my podcast. It's fine. It's good. Um it, we don't talk about Kingdom Hearts on that one, no. usually. All right. Uh, thanks, Dan. Thank you. Very I find much. that hard to believe. To be thank you very much for joining us. And as always, keep walking into Judgment.